Before we get started with today's show, I have another member of the Cryptocurrent family, Steve Miller, who's going to be telling you more ways that you can stay Cryptocurrent. Hey, Cryptocurrent crew. If you want more ways to engage with us outside of the show, come and join us over on Clubhouse, the new app on iOS and coming soon to Android. On Clubhouse, we're bringing you brand new content every single week in a very fun and engaging way so that you can have conversations with us live. That's right, live. Talk to us, some great special guests, and you can join Richard and I every single week for a brand new conversation during our show, Let's Talk Crypto at 8 p.m. Eastern. You can find me at my handle, at Stephen Miller. That's Stephen with a V, Miller. And Richard, what's your handle? R Carthon, C-A-R-T-H-O-N. And starting next week, you can also find us by joining our group. That's right. Search us at CryptoCurrent on Clubhouse and you'll find our group. Join up because every single week, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, we'll have a brand new session for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of CryptoCurrent, your host here, Richard Carthon. And today I got an extremely special guest all the way out in Atlanta. You've definitely seen his channel. You've definitely seen all of the amazing things that he is sharing with everyone in the crypto and blockchain space. And if you haven't, you're sleeping under a rock. And if not, I'm going to expose you to someone you need to be paying attention to right now. We have Ben Armstrong, aka BitBoy. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic today. You got some good weather out right now. So, you know, it's good after a long winter and a lot of rain to get some good weather. And, uh, you know, Ray Talk Crypto, we love it. Absolutely, man. Well, as everyone's listening, as you know, we are going to the Miami Crypto Experience that is coming up this April in 2021. It's going to be an amazing time and he's going to be one of the keynote speakers. So of course, I'm going to just open the floor to give you just a little bit of a tease, a little bit of a taste of what are some of the things that people can expect to to hear when they come and listen to you. Yeah. So what we're going to be talking about is DeFi, decentralized finance. For those that are unfamiliar, like you said, if you've been under a rock, DeFi is decentralized finance. And you know, it's really interesting because when I go back and I look at some of the early things that I read and experienced in crypto, I've been in crypto since 2012. One that really stands out is The Internet of Money by Andreas Antonopoulos. It's a great book. It's a fun book because it's not you know, narrative. It's just it's speeches. Each chapter is a different speech. So it's a totally different conversation for each thing throughout the book. And I'll never forget him explaining Bitcoin, explaining Bitcoin and talking about how the first layer of any new technology that we're going to see from here on out is money. And what's really interesting is at the time, he was talking about Bitcoin being that money. We've seen a lot of changes to Bitcoin. Bitcoin has, has transformed from being an internet currency, a digital currency, peer-to-peer, into something that nobody wants to spend. Nobody wants to get rid of it because like Bank of America just put out a recent report, they said Bitcoin's number one value proposition is it appreciates in value. So why would you ever want to get rid of something that appreciates in value? And so, you know, what we're seeing now is Bitcoin is no longer digital currency, it's digital gold. It's a a store of value asset. Well, decentralized finance is that layer of money on the blockchain. So for me, 
thinking about how really DeFi offers everything that Bitcoin was kind of meant to be, but it's changed, is a really exciting opportunity. I think understanding that when it comes to cryptocurrency, cryptocurrency is money. So decentralized finance in the finance sector is going to be probably the very most disrupted thing in the world currently by blockchain. And it's really exciting to talk about because I hate banks. So I want to get rid of it. It's my sole mission. I wish I could explain <laughs> to you how many problems we have with banks. Uh, yeah. They know what I do with cryptocurrency. They target us. We had all of our bank accounts shut down because they Coinbase wire. We sent some money wow. from Coinbase into one of our bank accounts. They shut down all of our accounts. So, you know, it's my personal Ridiculous. mission to get rid of these people. So very excited to uh, play a role in that and explain decentralized finance and how that boots those people out of the system. There's so much that we can unpack with it. I know you're going to unpack it during your conversation and, and during your speech at the conference. But something I want to spend some time on right now is just like you said, like if you look at the where the Internet is going and where finance, where traditional finance is now going into cryptocurrency and blockchain, DeFi are becoming the new banks. These are truly the new banking mm -hmm. system of going into this next decade. And what I think people are, are failing to realize is that like you are really literally a pioneer to the next wave of how money is going to be transferred of how people do business yeah. of how everything kind of re like revolves and it's exciting right yeah yeah i think so i mean it, it's funny like me and my wife have had these conversations before about you know i just started a rinky dink youtube channel out of my home office originally i actually had a big plywood box that i built to do my videos inside <laughs> i thought it would help with the sound i didn't know what i was doing when i started this channel you know i started with this rinky dink channel and now we're the largest channel in cryptocurrency we these conversations about how just interesting it is that we started with like nothing and now we're leading the new generation of money in the right. world. And so anybody that's taking part of this, that's what we're doing. We're furthering a new message. And you know, I, last year I went and talked at a college, a college group down in Florida. And it was really interesting because there were some people there that worked in finance and they were very abrasive to the message of cryptocurrency. They were yes. very abrasive toward you don't understand we need credit card processors because you know these are jobs and this is the way that the system works. And it, get rid of that. It's, it's new time. It's new system, new generation of money. We're getting rid of that old guard. So it's hard to hear something when you're disrupting what they've been told their whole lives to go and do. But Absolutely. you know, what's, what's the, the beauty of crypto and why I love things like the Miami Crypto Experience was about to come up, being able to go listen to you speak, listen to workshops and all the other things. One is to be around other bright minds, but then two, to yeah. find other ways that you can get involved and empowered to actually take action and, and do steps. And one of the things I enjoy about your channel is how active you are with giving people actionable steps to go and do things yeah. that will help change lives. I mean, I'm sure you can speak to it with the amount of views that you've gotten over the years, the amount of impact that you've really helped people take charge and power of their financial freedom and go to that next step. Yeah, man, it's, it's been one of these things that even if you look back at what, what I used to do before I was full-time cryptocurrency, I ran a, a nonprofit rehabilitation center for teenage boys with drug addictions. And so I've been helping people for a long time. I never thought I could help people with finance. Like that's not a thing that I thought like 10 years ago in my life, you know, I realized the impact that we're having on people. We recently went to Las Vegas. Uh, we did a podcast with Graham Stefan out there and uh, we had a meetup. We talked about it for a week, 250 people showed up to this meetup in the Venetian. And I had person after person after person come up to me and tell us, tell me about how much this channel has changed their lives. I had people showing me million dollar portfolios. I had a girl talking to me crying, like not because, not because like I'm the Beatles or something like certainly <laughs> not like that, but because 
of the impact that we've had on her life financially. And like, we've changed it forever. Like we've changed people's lives forever on this channel. And, you know, in cryptocurrency, it's not always like that, right? Like we know bear markets. I've been through a few of them and, and they're brutal. And it makes you question a lot of what you believe about cryptocurrency sometimes. Right. And then these bull runs, though, that's not what we see. We see a lot of people making money and we're going to try to lead them to make the right decisions at the top of the market as well. It's a little bit different than a lot of the stuff that was happening in 2017 with uh, influencers and YouTubers. I'm not calling out anybody specific. I don't think they really, I don't think they understood the cycles yet as well back then. But it's really cool to have an impact on people's lives and seeing them change and you know, it, there's nothing that I'm prouder of in what we've done than, you know, the people that have already retired. We have people that have retired already. I've yeah. uh, been watching this channel for. And that's incredible, man. Like, and what's, what's probably even crazier is that when you first started, that wasn't the end goal. Like, I want to go back mm-hmm. to your like core of like, when you first got this off the ground, yeah. you're like, I want to start this channel. I want to talk crypto. Like, what was the original game plan? And then like, obviously, how was that transitioned and evolved over time? Yeah. Well, I mean, I would say in a lot of ways, my channel has been a self-fulfilling prophecy, but it hasn't really deviated from what I, my initial goal with this channel was. And, and why I say that is, so I bought Bitcoin in 2012. I was using it as a currency, not on the Silk Road. I was buying a, a software for a business that I had, and they only took Bitcoin. They had some credit card processing problems, and so that's why they decided to take it. And so I was spending all kinds of Bitcoin on all this software and these systems. And what happened is, is that one day I went and looked at this account and all of a sudden I had like what I consider to be, you know, like just change in there, like maybe 50 bucks. It was worth like $2,000. Like it was in November of 2013 when the price really popped up. Right. And I was like, man, wow, this is really cool. I just made $2,000. So I went, I met a guy from localbitcoins.com and we met at a McDonald's over Wi-Fi and he paid me and I gave him the Bitcoin. The guy's probably a billionaire now. <laughs> and, you know, I sat there and I, I was trying to understand what Bitcoin was. I have my laptop there and like, I couldn't grasp it. Like I couldn't see the bigger picture. I mean, Bitcoin then wasn't what Bitcoin is now in terms of, you know, having all the education resources out there. So right. the, the point is I sold out very early. Now Mt. Gox crashed. I would have lost it all anyways, because that's where I had it. So it was a decent decision. But in 2017, when I was watching the numbers and I was thinking about how many tens of thousands of dollars that I had put in Bitcoin and what it would be worth at that point, which was eight figures, Right. I said, I don't ever want anyone to go through this. I don't want anyone to ever have this kind of opportunity in front of them and let it go by. And so that's actually why I started my channel was to be able to show people what this was in the gigantic opportunity. And somehow within going full-time in crypto and doing this channel, I myself have done very well financially. And you know, I'm not going to say I have as much now as I would have had if I would have held on to all my Bitcoin in 2012, but we're doing well. And we're also accomplishing the goal of helping people on top of that. So to me, that's even more valuable and rewarding than if I just would have made a bunch of money in 2012 or 2017 or retired. So helping people understand the opportunities in front of them through empowering them with education, that's what we like to do. Absolutely. And I mean, y'all are definitely doing that. And it's even something that we really like strive for here at Cryptocurrency. Like the first way that someone can grow is to first know it exists. And then from there, giving them the tools to go and act on those mm-hmm. things, right? And Something that I really enjoyed that I got to see you do this year was uh, bring your family to the Super Bowl and be able to participate in that. And that's all from the fruits of your labor of just going out there grinding, like and being able to empower others by also empowering yourself, right? You're learning about all these different things, you're acting on it, and you're continuing to network and grow everything out. And with that, I'm sure you've gotten to meet a ton of amazing people. You've gotten to have all kinds of incredible interviews. You know, what are some of the you don't necessarily have to, to, to name drop anyone, but if you want to, by all means do it. But like, what are some like memorable 
interviews where you like took some bits and pieces from it. And there was like, wow, I should use this for the way that I even give out information. I would say that probably two of my most memorable interviews, I mean, Graham, Graham Stephan was a big one that was recent, somebody not in cryptocurrency. I mean, he is a little bit. That was a good one, a very popular YouTuber, 3 million subscribers. But two of the ones that I look back on, and I remember very fondly, uh, CZ, when I interviewed CZ for my podcast, Beards and Bitcoins, now it's called New Money Gang. We have a wholly different thing. But we interviewed him and he just came off as like such a normal, like down to earth guy. And I love that. I love down to earth people. I'm down to earth. You know, I'm authentic. I'm transparent. And I'm just a regular guy. You know, people see my family. Yeah. We do fun stuff. We have some money, but I'm not I'm a regular guy just like everybody else. And seeing CZ a billionaire, one of the most powerful people in cryptocurrency, just be like totally down to earth and be willing to answer questions and being very personable and friendly. I was like, okay, I like this guy. I, I, I like what they're doing. And it really just made me think like, you know, give a different perspective of billionaires, you know, in, in a lot right. of ways. And then the other one is Charles Hoskinson. I love Charles Hoskinson. Some people might say I have a man crush on Cardano itself, which I kind of do a little bit. I love Ethereum and Cardano. Vitalik won't come on my channel. So, you know, Charles Hoskinson <laughs> does. So, the thing about Charles is, and I think this is such a big thing in the crypto space, memes are so powerful. You yes, got memes yes, out are. there and they paint, they paint certain narratives and pictures of people that aren't reality. And even I find myself sometimes buying into some of that stuff. Like you just go back to Roger Veer, for instance. I interviewed him as well, another really great guy. And Roger Veer, like the famous picture of him or the video of him flicking the people off on the camera because they kept saying Bcash instead of Bitcoin Cash. You just think this guy's ridiculous. Like, what a crazy person. Well, then you start researching, you realize like Bitcoin wouldn't be where it is without him. Like, he was the first online retailer to accept Bitcoin. He right. played such a role in investing in so many of the biggest crypto companies today as a venture capitalist that Bitcoin would not be where it's at without Roger Veer. Now, obviously, Bitcoin Cash is a whole other thing, right. but he did so much positive stuff for the space. And really getting to know him and meet him, it made me really start realizing like, all these memes aren't true about people. You see this stuff about Charles Hoskins and where he's hard to work with. And I've said stuff like that on my channel before. And that, you know, he's very egotistical and, you know, Cardano science and all this stuff. Then you talk to him and you really get to understand everything that he has to offer in terms of helping you understand what Cardano is and why he believes all the things that he does about cryptocurrency. And you figure out like, wow, this is really a very cool guy, you know? And he definitely right. knows what he's talking about and he's really good for the space. But obviously when you get a lot of these, you know, high, big brain people, you know, that they may just not have the best, I won't say he doesn't have great social skills because he does, but it's hard for them to communicate, I think, sometimes on a, on a simple level to people. And that puts people a little bit out of their comfort zone. So those right. are three interviews that I know I did that I, I love, Roger Veer and Charles Hoskinson and uh, CZ. I think they're all stand-up guys. It's amazing when you get these really, really high-powered people who aren't necessarily that articulate, nor like when they talk they're not necessarily as passionate, right? And I love interviewing and talking to people who have a lot of passion behind what they're doing, but it doesn't mean that you're still not getting a lot of chunks of like, wow, let me take all these notes down. This is, you're spitting gold for an hour straight. Like, yeah, I know, right? You, you know what I'm saying? Like you can still get a ton of great nuggets from people, but it might not be received as well from the greater audience. But the beauty of crypto and all the amazing projects that are within it is that you have this gigantic range of just projects. You know, one, one of the ones that you came up recently that I was watching, that was when you did the video on Graph. And I was when you explained how basically they're trying to make uh, the Google blockchain, I was like, this makes perfect sense. Like, I wish someone would have explained this a lot simpler to me when it came out on Coinbase over a year ago, right? But like, it's stuff like that yeah. where you, you get to find these little nuggets of like knowledge and have someone break it down simply where you're like, this makes sense. Why wouldn't someone want to potentially 
become a part of this and, and share it with others. Today's podcast is brought to you by Tantra Labs, where you can earn 12% in Bitcoin and Ethereum yearly. Tantra Labs is a team of researchers, engineers, and data scientists, economists, and optimists whose primary focus is in Bitcoin, which they believe will usher in a more prosperous future built on sound money. They offer real-time loan tracking, fast automated onboarding, 100% payment history, and multi-sig storage. And again, you will get 12% APY on the crypto that you loan. Tantra Labs is taking on international clients as well as clients in the U.S. except for the state of New York. For more information, please go to tantralabs.io. Again, that's tantralabs.io. Cryptocurrent is proud to announce a media partnership with Miami Crypto Expo. It is on April 21st, 23rd at the Intercontinental Downtown in Miami. This is an in-person event where there will be multiple types of activities from an NFT gallery to multiple workshops where you can go and learn hands-on information as well as keynote speakers. And it wouldn't be Miami without having a few parties as well. For more information, please go to expcrypto.io. Again, that's expcrypto.io. And make sure when you get your ticket to type the word cryptocurrent for a nice discount. That's one thing we really focus on on my channel is, is being simple. I never, and, and I've ran into this problem so many times in this space. It's like, people are always trying to impress you with how much they know. With like, what is their knowledge or inner workings of the tech of a project? 99% of people do not care. They're like, you know, I've got a cell phone right here. I have no idea how it works, but I use it every day. And that's the goal of crypto and blockchain. And if you can't understand these concepts and you can't explain them simply to people, then, you know, this is never going to take off. People need to either understand what it is or understand how to use it to a point where they don't care how the tech works. And so I'm not going to be able to talk on my channel the in-depth technicals of a project in terms of the technology itself, like some other YouTubers are going to. But on my channel, we're going to promise we're going to explain to you in a way that makes sense to you. And so if we can't do that, we're not going to talk about it. That's so crucial. Something else that like I'm pretty excited about as we are getting closer to the Miami Crypto Experience and, and being there is being back around people again, right? And oh, just also being around crypto people being able to do it in a social way and in a safe way. But what are some things within the conference itself besides being able to speak? Like, what are you looking forward to with like just being able to go and attend something like that right now? Well, I mean, a lot of my closest friends in the world, I'd say pretty much all my closest friends in the world are involved in cryptocurrency. So yeah. being able to see like a lot of friends like, you know, Crypto Wendy, you know, Wendy O, she's, she's uh, yep. a really great friend of, of mine. And I know she's going to be going and then there's other, other people that are going to be going as well. And just being able to kind of reunite with a lot of those people that I haven't seen in a really long time. It's going to be definitely pretty fun to be able to do that with different people at different conferences. You know, not everybody can go to every conference. But that's one thing that we definitely love is being able to connect with people we know. But then in addition, you know, I mean, I can't lie. Like the last time I was going to a conference, I had like 9,000 subscribers. Somebody came up to me and they were like, oh, I know you. I was like, honored. Like, oh, <laughs> you know, my channel. Wow. I was looking at all these other people I'd be on the stage with and I'd be like, I know you know who all they are. And so, It'll be a different experience for us. You know, I have uh, 20 employees. So we'll be bringing different employees down with us to, to these events as well. We've got a full-time vlogger that vlogs everything that we do. And so it's just going to be a totally different kind of experience from us on this side. I know like in the past, we would have to like beg for tickets to stuff. <laughs> and now it's <laughs> right. you know, people want us to come. And it's, it's good being on this side of things and excited to see like a lot of our fans. And so there's definitely that aspect of it as well. For sure, man. And 
I'm sure it's been a journey to go from that side of like just getting the foot in the door to now being one of the the, the keynotes, right? And, and but just like you said, being able to reunite with friends. We also had Crypto Window on the show previously as well. So I'm also yeah. looking forward to reconnecting with some people as well as making some new relationships. You know, it's been a while before it's an in-person meet and network with, with humans. And so definitely looking forward to that as well. There's just a couple more topics that I want to kind of touch on. If you could take a step back and look at where we are in 2021 right now and where things are headed. I know DeFi is a big thing that you're looking at, but are there any other big subject matters that also have your attention right now? Yeah, so I love DeFi. I was asked to speak about DeFi, so that's what I'm going to do. I'm very passionate about it. But I mean, obviously right now, the hottest thing is NFTs. And so NFTs, in a lot of ways, are kind of a sub-niche of decentralized finance. They have DeFi elements to them. But you know, we're getting a lot of questions from people about NFTs, what they are. I've got a very large TikTok account. I know the TikTok audience is very interested in NFTs and collectibles. And so that's definitely the huge trend that we're watching now. We feel like the trend that DeFi was over the summer of 2020, that's where we're heading to with NFTs. And then, I mean, another thing I'm very passionate about is the smart contract space. I mean, because yes, I got into this channel to educate people about cryptocurrency. But one of the things that really drew me to cryptocurrency the most was the idea of a decentralized internet, things that are censorship resistant. We love that. Social media blockchains. We hate Facebook and the way that they just screwed everybody over by you know, pretty much ruining a whole generation of data. And so we hate that. Everybody that works here, we're big. Now we have to use Facebook because that's an audience there that you know, we want to tap in to educate about things that Facebook does. But smart contracts and that entire space, Cardano, Ethereum, and Polkadot, these are all projects, Cosmos, Elrond, Solana. These are also things that we think aren't just like a hot niche. These are going to be things that are going to change the world forever. And of course, DeFi is going to be ran using a lot of those platforms. So those are two of the things that I'm the most interested in at all times in crypto, NFTs, and smart contract platforms. Thanks for putting that on everyone's horizon. We definitely speak on that pretty frequently. It's also, we have a ton of guests that come on and talk about those things. But again, everyone go back and listen to that a second time and just make sure that you are staying up to date on all those things. Because I agree that when you look at a lot of these things that are looking at platforms and you're building up these great infrastructures so more and more can be built upon it, I think those are great opportunities. But outside of that, man, just two more fun questions for you. One, all the knowledge that you've been able to gain over the years. And if you could take your knowledge right now and go impart wisdom to yourself back at the beginning, what are like the top two or three things that you would let yourself know? Kind of hard to wrap this up into a, a specific phrase, but I would say like the market cycles are real. That's one of the biggest things that screwed a lot of people was thinking that we're at the beginning of this burgeoning new technology that's super exciting. And people thinking that's just going to go up forever because of that. And that's not the way that markets work. The fact is, is that there are going to be ups, there are going to be downs, FUD and FOMO are real. And you know those are things you got to pay attention to in the market. And, and that's from an investing standpoint. So the other thing would have been to just be prepared for all these tire media narratives that we hear. It's like a pounding drum. You know, just you're, you're always hearing the same stories like, oh, this time, you know, Bitcoin's going to crash or Bitcoin's over. The governments are going to ban Bitcoin. Bitcoin's bad for the environment. You just hear those same stories over and over again. I think in the beginning of a person's journey in cryptocurrency, they hear those things and they give them a lot more credence. But once you've heard them like nine or 10 times, like, you know, it's just, it's just coming around. It's a media narrative cycle. So I think understanding the market cycles and the media cycles of cryptocurrency is probably extremely important for people newer in crypto. Just myself having going through the 2018 when we went from the top of the market down to the bears going through it and now we're in this next bull cycle. I definitely see how media can definitely bring a lot of impact 
into the narrative around like how good or bad crypto is as a whole. But for those that are in it for the long run uh, and you're playing the long game, a lot of people have had a lot of success and are, are doing extremely well and have a lot of great things going. So definitely appreciate that imparted wisdom. But man, I, I really do appreciate you spending some time with us, Ben. I'm excited to come listen to you at the Miami Crypto Experience and hearing your keynote. But as we kind of wrap all this up and put a bow on it, what is the final thought that you want to leave with all of our listeners here today? You know, you kind of touched on this earlier. One thing we do on the channel is we empower people. And if you look back, I love this example. I'd say it on so many shows I go on. Kind of one of the things that got me started in going full-time in crypto is understanding that if you go back to the gold rush in the 1800s, 90% of people that went out to California to find gold, they didn't find gold. Only about 10% did. A company or a man named uh, Henry Wells Fargo, one of the enemies of our system now, but Henry may not have been that bad of a guy. He went out there during the gold rush and he decided that he was going to start a company where they were going to sell the shovels and the pickaxes and the flashlights and the helmets to all the people that wanted to go out there and mine gold. He basically had hedged himself. Didn't matter if he found gold or not, he was going to do well. And so in cryptocurrency and blockchain, it's a similar opportunity where there's a lot of ways you can make money but selling the shovels, you know, selling the shovels is what I like to do. I empower people through education. I sell the education. Of course, everything on the channel is free on, on YouTube, on the YouTube videos is free. But I decided a long time ago, I want to be part of cryptocurrency. And so for anybody that's newer, it's not just about throwing some money in some coins and hoping you make some money. Find ways to get involved. I mean, we know AI is going to be taking a lot of jobs over the next several years. And so the better you can position yourself into cryptocurrency for the long run, the better off you're going to be and the better chance you have to change your life. Man, that was an absolute gold nugget gem of a final thought. Everyone go back and listen to that. Right now, if you look at, again, from the test of time, if you look at these big names that you still see today, they wouldn't found a unique way to get involved in the unique opportunity at the time. Selling shovels. Also, I believe uh, Levi sold the jeans to all the people that were going and doing the work, right? So there are a lot of companies in the crypto space that are creating the tools that are ultimately going to drive this next generation of financial freedom forward. So keep finding ways to get involved with those. And a great way to do that is to keep up with Mr. Ben Armstrong, aka Mr. BitBoy. Follow his channel, get some great information, come out to Miami Crypto Experience, listen to him talk. But Mr. Ben, what are some ways that people can connect with you and learn more about all of the amazing content that you're putting out there? And of course, we're going to share this in the show notes as well. Yeah, of course. I mean, you guys can go to bitboycrypto.com or any platform you go to, you can search BitBoy Crypto. We're verified on most platforms except for Twitter. Come on, Twitter. <laughs> You can find us on Twitter, bitboy underscore crypto. But if you just search bitboy, you'll pretty much find us everywhere. Awesome. Well, again, looking forward to meeting you at the conference coming up. And of course, everyone listening, stay CryptoCurrent. Hey, CryptoCurrent crew. We want to give a quick shout out to all of our faithful listeners out there. It's been an amazing journey, and we really appreciate your support throughout the years as we've been growing as a community. Each episode, we decided that we would start sharing some of the reviews that you were leaving for us. For today, we would like to share this review. Today's review comes from Tulane Tyler. Richard's insight and commentary on the podcast is invaluable. Not only is it incredibly educational, but also fun and engaging at the same time. Great work on the podcast. We sincerely appreciate this review and all reviews and would like to ask that if you're enjoying our show, please take a quick moment to go and leave a review on our podcast so that hopefully we can be highlighting your review next. Simply go to our show notes or go to our website where we have a link where you can share your review today. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information on today's episode and all of our episodes, please visit us at www.crypto-current.co. You can also find a link in the show notes. Want to stay up to date in the latest news in cryptocurrency? Sign up for our newsletter today. 
you'll receive daily emails Monday through Friday that are personalized and curated content specific to you and your interest, powered by artificial intelligence. You can either go to our show notes or go to our website to sign up today. Are you an accredited investor looking to invest in cryptocurrency? Crescent City Capital can help. Go to crescentcitycapital.com for more information. I don't know if you've noticed, but the quality of our podcast each week are improving. I can only thank my amazing producer, Andrew DeRitter with DeRitter Productions, who has been putting all of this together. If you have any podcast, music, or audio needs, please go to DeRitterProductions.com. That's D-E-R-I-T-T-E-R Productions.com. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Cryptocurrent with Richard Carthon. We'll be back with more exciting developments from the world of blockchain and cryptocurrency next week. But until then, stay Cryptocurrent.